Well, quite the eventful weekend on the BC campaign trail. So let's check in this morning with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Speaking of turkey hangovers. Yeah. It's uh, the one that Andrew Wilkinson still hasn't really dealt with is the one that could haunt him through debate week. He's on tomorrow night uh, on television and on with you on NW on Thursday. This was a big chance to turn things around. And instead, he starts the week, in my view, still not having dealt with properly with this controversy. I think you're absolutely right. What amazed me yesterday was the way they let it continue without just nipping it in the bud right away, recognizing it for what it was, full-on apology, so sorry, you're right, this shouldn't have happened, and yet here we are. Yeah, I mean, look, people say stupid things at a roast, and jokes at a roast fall flat, and you could question the wisdom of a political party even posting a roast online Uh, because of that, but they did all that, and it sat there. And then it did get put out, and I have to say, and I know you've got Mo Amir on a little later, Mm -hmm. but I thought Mo handled this really well. He posted the exchange and said, I'm not going to comment. What do you think? Well, we know. It took off. It took off virally, and it took off because... Uh, you know, yeah, sure, some liberals piled on, but Sonia Firstenau, I thought her comment was really good. She said, women have to deal with this in the workplace. She said, if you, if you, if you come across cold, you get criticized for that. If yeah. you try to be warm, you get accused of coming on to men. And Bowen Ma, you know, it's really unfortunate it happened with her and with Ralph Sultan because... They actually, there's, there are a few enough examples of bipartisan reaching out in the B.C. legislature, but they're both professional engineers, and they're like 50 years difference in age. And Ma led off the birthday wishes for Ralph Sultan a couple of years ago in the House, and it was really nice. She said, I don't agree with him on all kinds of things. You can still show respect for a colleague, right? Yeah. So to sexualize that, was really obnoxious. Okay, so it's out there. It's out there on Saturday night. Mo posted it on Saturday night. By Sunday morning, lots of people are weighing in, and they're not all NDP trolls by any means. Thornthwaite takes, takes two attempts for her to apologize. The first time, she just tries to pass it off as a joke, okay, you know, but she doesn't really apologize. Second time, she apologizes, okay, but it took her, like, almost two hours to deal with it. Wilkinson weighs in. Well, Wilkinson says the apology is appropriate and sorry it happened, but he doesn't address the fact that he was on the Zoom conversation where this happened, laughed, said nothing, didn't respond, until it blew up on social media. And I'm looking at, Simi, the schedules for the political parties this morning, mm-hmm. and of course Bowen Ma is making herself available. It's natural. It's politics. People, Reporters want her reaction, right? Yeah. Want her comments. Of course John Horgan is available today, and he's going to get asked about it. Still waiting to see if the liberals are going to make Wilkinson available, but you, I mean, they might as well. He's going to face these well, questions. Exactly. And if he doesn't face the questions today, then it's going to frame the debate. 
I don't so, understand why they've left it this long, Vaughn. Uh, like you're pointing out, like why it is now, you know, a day and a half since it broke and they seem to be making it almost worse as it goes on. And it's clear that some liberals got it because... You know, I, I saw heard the Todd Stone. I saw the Todd. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the Todd Stone comments, and that was bang on. Shirley Bond yeah. as well, right? It, some liberals got it, and uh, you know there is enough. Uh, we've all heard it, uh, and been, we're hearing it before the election was called. There's enough discontent in the Liberal Party over the way Andrew Wilkinson has handled some issues. The most notable one being. The allegation that the Liberal Party has some tolerance, more than is acceptable, of homophobia. They have two candidates who've made, to my view, ill-advised comments on that and taken stands on that, one of whom buys advertising in a publication that supports conversion therapy, which is just about, must be one of the most offensive things for Mm -hmm. gay people. And look at Wilson's, Wilkinson's re- response to this. Well, I have gay members in my family, and I love them. Well, uh. if that's true, they must be embarrassed by this, his party's apparent tolerance of homophobia. I mean, you know, yeah, people can run for office and take positions, but where's the room in a party that supposedly has no tolerance for homophobia uh. for two candidates who apparently do have tolerance? The word I was using this morning for this, I was talking with Emily Lazatin about it, is insidious. And I think that's what they don't realize, is that, yo, you apologize, you don't understand how insidious these types of comments are and how it will make people like Bo and Ma and other young women second-guess their interactions with older men who may provide like networking or just career advice, whatever the case may be. And now they may doubt themselves because of something like this. Yeah, I mean, she says... Uh, Again, I thought her posting was quite dignified on this. Yeah, she says, you know, I've been in a a career dominated by men from the beginning. She's a professional engineer. Yeah. Uh, She's in politics. She's in the legislature, right? And she said, yeah, every time you deal with this, you go, are people going to say I'm coming on? Like, there's a perfectly good explanation for why she's sitting next to Ralph Sultan on a couch. I stand next to Ralph Sultan in the hallway when I talk to him closer than I talk to most politicians because he has hearing impairment. He's almost 90 years old, right? Yeah. So, of course, she sits next to him. Again, they're professional engineers. They show respect for each other, even though they disagree on politics. And frankly, Simi, that doesn't happen enough in B.C. politics. And having turned it into something vaguely disgusting and creepy is really, really objectionable. I get why people were put off by this. Oh, yeah, exactly. So what do you think they need to do today to get this back on track, Vaughn? Well, it's not easy when you've let it fester, Fester, linger on, right? And But, I mean, essentially... uh, what you do is uh, you say, okay, uh, here I am online, or, you know, you, because all of our press conferences are online at the moment, uh, have at me. Ask me whatever the hell you want. And, of course, he's going to get asked questions about that and what his reaction was and why he didn't say anything at the time. I mean, the questions are kind of obvious. 
uh, he's probably going to get asked about his feeble response on the homophobic issue as well, right? And he's going to get asked, look, he's been behind in every opinion poll we've seen uh, in the election so far. The debates are a chance to turn it around, and he's wrong-footed himself, and the party is wrong-footed itself at the beginning of debate week. So, but you might as well deal with all that, because people are going to be waiting to see what his response is. Reporters are going to be waiting to yeah. ask the questions. And, I, of course, John Horgan is going to bring it up on the debate tomorrow night. Of course he will. The uh, Shachi Curl, well, that'll be one of the questions she asks him. It's all very obvious. It's right out there, and he's going to have to deal with it. So, you know, uh, you go, uh, oh, why haven't you dealt with it so far? Okay, I'm dealing with it now. I mean, you can imagine some of the exchanges. I can, actually, probably going on this morning. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.